Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 178. And coming up on this one, the Weekend Warriors. The Leafs get all four points this weekend with a 5-4 shootout win over the Flames and a huge 5-2 win over the Canucks. Nylander continues to impress and he continues to write checks to the bank. Looks like some much-needed secondary scoring has finally showed up. We got so many segments tonight. We got the Eagles Nest. We got just the tip and we have a very special Hockey Hall of Fame weekend, Saturday night five. All this and more coming up on one episode 178 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. Well, 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 Chatty. Time for the boys to head off for a little European vacation with lots of Swedish meatballs and some cream pies involved for the boys in Sweden for sure. Am I talking about food? Not necessarily. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out, sends it in a goal. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac, they score! The Leafs have won it! They're going to the second round! Do you believe this? Holy Mackinac! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at Tip In Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Tip In Podcast, and email us tipinpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to donate to the show, just go to patreon.com backslash Tip In Maple Leafs podcast to do so. Anyway, Dale. Weekend Warriors, baby. Hell of a weekend. Warriors. That was a hell of a weekend. A little scary there on Friday night. The, uh, you know, we'll get we'll get into it here as we go. But uh, look, Hall of Fame jam packed edition of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast here this evening. So let's go right to it. We'll get to the Flames game. We'll get to the Canucks game. But Hall of Fame night Friday night chat. Unless you've got anything off the top, I would like to go right to the first segment of the evening. No, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Eagles Nest. Eddie the Eagle, great name. And watch Belfort stick. Wow. All right, Piggy. <laughs> Come on out, Piggy. And put it right up into his face there, and Belfort's not going to take that. Wham! Right there. He came up high. And here it comes. And the Eagle's all over him. I bet you if you pop those jeans off, you're going to find a sweaty hog. How in the world did he make that say? He's pulling stuff now. Wow. All right, Piggy. <laughs> Come on out, Piggy. What better name than Eddie the Eagle? All right, so if you're not familiar with the Eagles Nest, this is how it works. We're going to go through the goalies, and there's a lot of them from this Hockey Hall of Fame weekend. (laughs) And we're going to talk about there's three ratings on the goalie. Either you're a sweaty hog, which means get out of town. You haven't been playing good. Everything's bad. Stiff hawk, solid goaltending, giving your team a chance to win. And then spread eagle. I mean, we're talking lights out. We're talking Conn Smythe winning type of play. Ed Bell for Dallas Stars, 1999. That's what we're talking about. Spread Eagle. So how do you want to do this? Well, look, man, this is a very special edition of the Eagle's Nest because we're going back like a Hall of Fame edition of the Eagle's Nest. We're talking about three goalies getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Well, Monday night specifically, but they're going in. And then 
on top, we're going to cover, we're going to grade the careers. So not games, but the career, first time here, we're going to be grading the careers for the Eagles nest, giving a rating on that for these three dudes. And then we'll go to wall for the Friday night game against Calgary. And we'll go to Samson off for the Saturday night game against Vancouver. Let's kick it off with <laughs> NHL hall of famer. Number one, come on down. Mike Vernon, Chad, where yeah. do you think Mike Vernon is at? We talking a sweaty hog career. A stiff hawk or a spread eagle? What do you think? To, to start I mean, us off. To start us off. Don't you have to say spread eagle for Mike Vernon? Don't have to. Some might not. Wow. Oh, I mean, a Hall of Fame goaltender. I know, but not everybody in the hall playing net is a full spread eagle. I got a couple he here not, that are, I got a couple here that I don't think are. <laughs> did he not? Did he not have like? Did he not win the con Smythe the year that he won the cup? He won the cup twice. One with Detroit. One with Calgary. Um, the year in Calgary, he did not. The year in Detroit, I think he did, which is crazy. I, it's, yeah. it's hard to recall that. Like, 97, which isn't too long ago, I don't recall. Like, the Detroit teams were so stacked, though. I like, know. That's I might have maybe been able to pull out a consmite between the pipes there. <laughs> and and goaltending in the 80s when Calgary won the Cup is like, I don't know. It was so different back then. The game was so different. The goalies wore such small equipment. They didn't really have styles. They were just so what? Okay, so what's it going to be? What's well, it going to be? Well, the fact that you know what, almost ten years after he won the Cup in Calgary, he was a Conn Smythe winner, even though Detroit was a great team. I gotta go. Spread eagle for me. Okay, team. spread eagle out of the gate for me with Mike Vernon. Good goalie, Hall of Fame goalie, arguably. But yes, they've decided to put him in there. For me, it's uh, Stiff Hawk, okay? I didn't see enough. I know he's got a consmite and a couple cups. I didn't see enough out of Vernon. Like, who, who are we talking about here? Dominic Hasek, Marty Bruder, uh-uh. Patrick Watt? I don't think so. It's Mike Vernon, okay? There was only a, to me, there's a level of dudes that spread eagle. He's not there. Hall of Famer, sure, good for him. Gets his ring on Monday night, all good. It's a Stiff Hawk for me anyway spread eagle stiff hawk out of the gate not you know can't complain here yeah, you can go go to the hall of fame go to the hall of fame let's yeah. move on to hall of famer number two former leaf former penguin two stanley cups with the pittsburgh penguins oh boy the old uh righty catching mitt there tom barrasso chad what are you at with tom barrasso <laughs> no okay. i might i might go off the board here <laughs> No, look, I I don't really, okay, I don't really know a whole lot about Tom Barrasso's career. Like, I know he, I know he was a good goalie, but I always, growing up, always viewed him kind of as a stiff hawk. Just oh, a, yeah? Yeah, okay. just like a solid, a solid goalie that give you the chance to win. Like, I guess because I was so young, Mike Vernon always seemed to me, he was like one of the best in the league because you always heard his name. But Tom yeah. Barrasso, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I would go stiff hawk. Okay, Stiff Hawk. I think that's a fair assessment. I'm going to just, here's, I don't think that's wrong by any means. Stiff Hawk, two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh, but let's be fair there too, okay? Lemieux, team. Lemieux, Yager, like a hell of a team, those Pittsburgh Penguins. You could have thrown someone else in that. They might have been able to get the job done too. On the other teams that Barrasso played for, not the best. I saw a lot of performances, some weak spots through the legs it looked a little soggy down there to me i think oh, no. tom barrasso potentially not all the time but throughout if you're just looking at the whole career a lot of nights chad i'm sorry tom <laughs> sweaty hog 
No. <laughs> it says Tony Hawk for me. Oh. I know he won the two cups. I know he won the two cups, but you I can't was give a Hall of Fame goaltender a sweaty hog. I think you can. And I just did. <laughs> it's it's a it's a sweaty hog. I just with the sweat well, just his leaf stays and whatever, but like wow. It's just a sweaty hog for me. So I'm a stiff hawk for Vernon. You're a spread eagle for Vernon. You're a stiff hawk for Barrasso. I'm a sweaty hog for Barrasso. Nothing more needs to be said, folks. Just let's take let's just leave it at that. For that. There you now, go. now let's move on to wow, the king of New York, King Henrik. They call him Henrik Lundqvist. First ballot, first time on the ballot, right into the Hall of Fame, Chad. I can't see. There's got to only be one option here, but go ahead, please. Yeah. Well, for me, Lundqvist is a stiff hawk. Oh, okay. For me, Henrik Lundqvist is full spread eagle. Now, I'm taking into consideration his play on the ice and his play off the ice. Because well, now, that, you didn't say that was – you didn't say that that it, came into play. It shouldn't need to be said with this guy. But that, that gives him an unlevel playing field against Mike Vernon and Tom Barrasso. Oh, big time. Look at this guy. He could be a fucking GQ model. But, like, his off the ice. Okay. Well, he's his, spread eagle times 10 <laughs> if you're including his off ice play. His off the ice play in Manhattan over the years. Spent his whole team with the New York Rangers. Oh, he almost got a sniff at the end with uh, Washington, but it didn't work out because he was having heart issues and whatever. So, basically, spent his whole career with the Rangers. I can only imagine this guy, good looking dude, playing that for the Rangers his entire career. Wow. I'm just going spread eagle on the ice, but specifically off the ice. It's a spread yeah, eagle for me. We'll just clarify. Dale has no idea what it was like off the ice for him. You just I, assume. Oh, dude. Yeah, I can put it together. I can piece it together. I can piece it together. But you have no proof. Was I in the room? No. Yeah. Have I seen it on like a flick here and there? Possibly. I'm not sure. That face is blurred out. I'm not can't All confirm right. or deny. Right. But All right. for I me, it's it. a spread. It's a spread eagle. Bro. All right. Well, I got to change Long my place? I got to change my answer to spread eagle because I did not know that you were going to bring into account the fact that the best looking man ever <laughs> to play in the NHL and his Manhattan Knights out. Yeah, was in play. Manhattan Knights. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, yeah, it's it's got to be into play. It's got to be into play. See, like Vernon and Barrasso, they don't get that luxury. Playing in Calgary, playing not that there's hot, not that there's not hot women everywhere. Calgary, fucking Pittsburgh, whatever. But New York, New York, New York. That guy goes out on a Saturday after a game. Well, look out, folks. <laughs> look out. Anyway, so there we go for the Hall of Famers. Let's move it to the just nice little special treat off the top. Let's for move sure. it to the move it to the Leafs, Chad. Walt, to my surprise, I thought it would be vice versa here. Samsonov going against Calgary, Wall going against Vancouver. It didn't work out that way. Samsonov, sorry, sorry, Joseph Wall, Friday night against the Flames. Just to recap quickly here, Leafs were up 4-1 in this game, blew a 4-1 lead, ends up going to a shootout. They win it 5-4 in overtime, or in a shootout, sorry. Joseph Wall, the whole, the whole game, where's he at? Friday night. Like just for the game or kind of yeah. his play so far? Let's just stick to the game. <laughs> just that one game. Okay. Well, he, I, I guess he was a stiff hawk. Okay. I agree. I mean, they got the win and that was all the matter, but he did give up four goals. Yeah. So not, not the best. You can't not, be a spread eagle when you're giving up four goals. No, not the best. But as the game, I know like he, he was they tied teetering it. on 
sweaty hog. It was leaning that way, but it, I thought late in the third, yeah, like the Flames did come back and, you know, the Leafs blew a 4-1 lead, but late in the third, in overtime specifically, and in the shootout, I thought he was really good. If he would have went let in a softy there or something, we're probably looking at a sweaty hog here, but I thought he kept them. He played really well in, late in the game, in overtime, in the shootout, some big saves. So, yeah, I'm a stiff hawk for Joseph Wall for the Friday night game. We go to Saturday night against the Vancouver Canucks. The Leafs, very impressed by this victory. We'll get into this game a little bit more later, but possibly their best performance. I don't even think possibly. I think it was oh, the Leafs' was. best game of the, of the season all around. Um, Samson off, for me, kept them in there, looked really sharp at times. Only gave up a two spot. The defense showed up to play. It's a stiff hawk. It's a stiff yeah, hawk. it's a stiff hawk. And you Got, know what? A stiff hawk for Samson off right now is very good. Is very good. Got the belt after the game. Did you see that? Yeah, kind of thought it should have went to Geo, but I understand. But, I understand giving it to Samson off. Yeah, get his mental like Geo doesn't need it. No. Samson off like Geo knows that he had a kick ass fucking night. <laughs> Samson off. They're trying to like lift him up a bit, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So there That's it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. There's the Eagles nest. First ever Hall of Fame edition. I don't know, man. With all those goalies going in, I just didn't see how we couldn't do it. But Yeah, you can play that game at home, too. Just go oh, on Google, look up all the NHL goalies, and just give a rating on yep. however you feel. Yep, for sure, man. All right, we'll, we'll move this along. There's a lot to, to go here. Hopefully, blowing leads is over. I wanted to touch on this. So, like, they hang on to beat the Flames after blowing a 4-1 lead. And then the next night... They beat Vancouver in a back-to-back -back situation, 5-2. I mean, you take that Friday performance and compare it to the Saturday performance. What do you think happened, like, in less than 24 hours as to, like, all right, enough of this shit, guys? Like, just enough? Tighten things up here? Play better defensively? Like, those games are, like... That, that that had some to do with it, for sure. I mean, they you could totally tell. They played a better team defense on Saturday night. The forwards were coming back to help out, but... And the defense looked a lot better too, not just the four, like just all around team defense, like you said. Yeah. Everything looked a lot better. But what really stood out to me was the fact that you had a fourth line that wasn't a liability. Yep. On Saturday. So night. Ryan Reeves, healthy scratch for the first time this season. Obviously, we've been talking about this for the last fucking two weeks, man. He like, needed to take a break. Oh, God. I wonder if Tree Living came down after the Flames game, or like we'll never know, like how this shook down, or if. Keith just had free reign to be like, all right, like we got it. We can't play this guy, man. Like he's hurt. He's, he's being benched every third period. Like, well, and he's been on the ice for what? 13, 14 goals against. Like, I know it's not all his fault, but at some point you got to be like, all right, man, what, we, we can't put you on the ice. Dude, you look at the fourth line on Friday compared to on Saturday camp and <laughs> Saturday night against Vancouver. Okay. Gregor, just the fourth. This is just the fourth line alone. And something special from camp, just that's coming up in a second. Gregor, one goal. McCann, two helpers. Camp, one goal. Where where's that production been? I guess they haven't been able to have it because they have a they've had an anchor tied around their fucking yeah, feet you, the whole time. You've been playing, you've been playing shorthanded. It's crazy. Like, with Reeves on the ice, he can't keep up with the play. He can't skate anymore. And yeah, what you, a, what, you're basically playing a man down and all of a sudden you put McCann on there and it's like somebody he's nothing special. He's just, somebody good, who can, though. well, it's just somebody who can play. He can he keep can up skate. with the play. He exactly. can skate. He can check. He can not shoot. Gonna, he can not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you. 
average NHLer and look at the difference it made. That just shows you like how poor Reeves has been playing. Like that Bobby McMahon looks so good. <laughs> so do you, like that was their bet. I hope they can continue that Vancouver game. Like I obviously they're going to Sweden. We'll see whatever little break five days and then they come back and there's a break and whatever. So we're not going to be around a whole ton over the next couple of weeks here after tonight. That's why we're trying to really make this puppy a doozy here. But uh, look, like how does Reeves draw back in here after what you saw Saturday night against Vancouver? How the fuck could you can even consider putting this guy back in? Like you can't, you can't, you can't, unless, like I said, I've said this before, Unless the coach feels like it's going to be a nasty, chippy game and doesn't really give a shit about the two points, just wants to. Chad was last night not a nasty, chippy game. Yeah, but you need. And they still pumped him five two. I know, and you had guys like and Domi step up and do what they had to do. I'm just saying that would be the only scenario I could see. But Keith likes to play his fourth line. He always says since he's coming to Toronto, he likes to play his fourth line. He likes to use them more than a lot of coaches do in the NHL. And with Ryan Reeves, you can't do that. No, you can't. Um, anyway, I guess I would say here, the call-ups, like we've talked about it here, but the call-ups have looked absolutely awesome, specifically just two guys. Robertson has played great on that third line since being called up. And McMahon, it's only been one game, but he contributed. And all of a sudden, like just that one little difference on the fourth line, like we were just saying, has made a huge difference. All of a sudden, they're getting on the score sheet, all that. Um, but anyway, the best game of the season against Vancouver, without a doubt. G. Giordano, an absolute warrior. Camp gets hit. It's a little high. Like it's, I wouldn't call it a headshot, but it was a little bit high. Clean hit, I, I think, there. But Giordano just was like, no fucking not doing that shit anymore like we're not doing that anymore right in and he held up against a much younger guy he held his own he kind of pumped him he took it to him like just a 40 year old guy like i forgot how tough giordano fucking is man like that guy can he can go dude yeah so very impressive and just so good to see like you know i i'm not a huge component a huge fan of like a clean hit whether it's open ice or whatever like having to fight after that but I, in this particular situation, I do love the – and it happened twice in this game. Uh, don't, uh, Robertson got hammered later in the game, and Domi went right in and fucking got in a scrap there too. So twice in one game, standing up for teammates, love it. Love it, right? Oh, and it, like you say, I, I don't love it. I don't love it either when there's a fight after every big hit. But in this case, in Toronto's case, it had to happen. Exactly. After that, after that Boston – like debacle where nobody did anything about Lilligrand and they talked about it and they had a team meeting. It was nice. And the fact that it was geo just made it so much better. Like that you have 40 year old geo just pumping someone much younger than him. There was a video. Did you see the video sent to us? Our buddy, no. our buddy, the young offender was at the game sitting right in front of the fight and he filmed it on his phone. And oh, are you serious? No, I yeah. did not see that. Yeah. You should check That's it out. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, okay, man. So, I don't know. A lot of things I loved from the Vancouver game, but specifically um, defensively, we kind of touched on that. They look so much better all around team defense, but all like specifically the guys like the six D man, like they look good. Klingberg draws back in, like not the best, but not terrible. He didn't really hurt them. And Lagason looks like he's a chippy fucker. Like he's not afraid with a haircut like that. He'll he's looking like he'll get in the mix every now and then. So um, you know, he's not just for a fill in guy. I think he's been the best of like the fill in guys. 
He's got a little chip on his shoulder. I like that. Like if a guy's yeah. standing in front of the net, he'll come and give you the lumber. Like, you know, get the fuck out of here, man. They were yeah, clearing dude. the crease. They were clearing the crease very well last night. They After like the whistle had blown, they were like, they were five man unit back there. Like get that garbage out of here type stuff. Yeah, right. Everybody. And I mean, Vancouver was relentless. Like at the start of the game, Vancouver was on every puck. They were winning all the puck battles. And the fact that Toronto just kind of stuck to it, it reminded me a lot of last year's Toronto team. Like that's kind of how it was when they had a 4-1 lead, 4-2 lead. They locked it down for the most part. And they did that last night. Totally agree. So anyway, another thing, got to touch on this, the secondary scoring, man. So in particular, in the Vancouver game, Nyes, one goal, Robertson, one goal, Gregor, one goal, McCann, two helpers. And here we go. The second Seggy of the night, David Camp, his first goal of the season. How about this, Chad? Here we Time go. for Ready? just the tip. Perhaps play a little game called just the tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. How about we play a little game called just the tip? All right. This, I like this tip. Fifth goal of the game. Greg, what? Oh, dude. Gregor comes up the boards. Spins back around, just fires it on net. Where's David Camp? Just standing right in front of the goalie between the legs. Thank you very much. Yep. Stick just straight down between the legs. Yep. Straight between the legs. I couldn't tell. It kind of shocked him a little bit. I didn't know if it hit his shaft or his shaft. It was like right there. I don't even. And and the look on his face, like it, you could tell this guy hasn't tipped too many in in his career. No, no. So good for Cam. It looked off. Welcome to the club this season. I think he has in the past been on just oh, yeah, a bit, for but, sure he has, but he's it's not been a long he's time. Not a, he's not a regular on this. No, he is not. So the fourth line chipping in with Gregor, a goal. McCann, two helpers camp gets a fucking tip in for his first goal of the season. I don't know what else to say. Like, oh my God. Difference, man. Like a totally oh, different one player change. And the fourth line was fucking. Night and day. Like Ryan Reeves must be feeling like shit today, but only for the fact that I bet he, even though he was a healthy scratch, he still probably, I mean, they got fucking five. They had today off and they still have like four or five days off before they play again. I bet you Ryan Reeves last night was like, all right, boys, get ready. You are not going home this evening. Pack it up. Get, bring your basket, bring your bar clothes because we are hitting the town tonight. For sure. And I'm sure that's exactly what happened last night. It's not like he's not around the team, and I'm sure oh, no. he, I'm sure his character and stuff brings something to the room, but you just you just can't put him on the ice. You got a three no. million, what does he make? Two million, three million dollar or one and a half. I don't know what he makes. Who agrees? One point three. One point three million. Oh, yeah, three years. One point three million three year contract for basically the team cheerleader. It's pretty good, I guess. Way but to go. He, way hey, to go, Brad. I bet you he took the boys out last night and got them just absolutely pissed drunk after a great, great win. But, hey, David Camp, what can you say, man? Absolutely beautiful tip-in. The greatest play in the history of the National Hockey League. A tip-in. I don't care what anybody says. The comment that was left a couple weeks ago from some dude saying the tip-in, like questioning tip-ins, dude, give your head a shake. You need to reevaluate. You mean the guy who said our name is terrible? Yeah, the tip-in. What are you talking about? The greatest play in the history of professional hockey. You will never find a better play than a tip-in. That's it. Yeah. That is 
period. I'll tell you this. I saw a post that somebody posted and it was like a picture of a hockey ring and a picture of a bedroom. And it was like, what are some things that you can say in both the bedroom and the, the ice rink? I'll tell you, tip in was on there multiple times. Oh my God. Of course. Multiple times. Love multiple times, man. Love that. Multiple tips. Um, okay. Before we go to the final segment of the night, which is Saturday night five, which it's not Saturday night. We didn't do it after the game last night, but we're still, that's just what the segment's called. Usually we'll only pull it out on Saturdays, but it's Sunday, but it's okay. Still a weekend. It's all good. It counts. Um, I've got a hot take here that I want to bounce off you. Might not be a popular opinion, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. William Nylander. Continues his hot play with uh, points in 15 straight games to start the season. Now, Chad, hear me out here before you bite my head off, but but here we go, okay? Okay. We all know the contract situation, okay? What he's doing in the UFA year. The guy doesn't have a contract. He needs a new deal. Everybody knows it. Looks like he is just not letting up anytime soon. So the price is going up for sure. Should Tree Living put a drop dead date here, like AKA or whatever, the trade deadline? Like, look, talking to the agent, talking to the player, look, guys, I we have to agree on a number by this date. If not, give me a list, or maybe he already has given them a list. I think he does have like a 10-team no trade or something like that. Give me a list. If you're not, here's, you know, the number. Here's the number that we can do. Does that make sense to you? And and if they're, and if they're not willing to meet at that time, then Tree Living says, "Okay, uh, I'm sorry, but I I got to look at at trading you at the deadline because I can't risk you losing you." Think, and here's why I say that, Chad. Think about what. Think about a player in Leafs history. Like what if they made that decision to move off him at the deadline? Think about what they could get in return for a guy like that. I don't know. Am I fucking crazy here or what? Um, I mean, it's in theory, it's a good idea, but it'll never happen. Like it would never, ever happen. Cause there's no way you're not going into the playoffs without William Nylander. If William Nylander is playing like this, you're not going to give up one of the top five scorers in the NHL and be the, it doesn't matter who you get back. You're not trading William Nylander before the playoffs, but you lose in the second round. And then you're like, should have dealt him because he walks for nothing. All right. But how, what if, how, how, how many times does that happen? Sure, it happens a lot, but what if you trade them and you get bounced in the second round? Yeah, you maybe get something for them for sure. Well, you would get a like think of what you could get for him. That that's let's why say, it's let's say like, you make let's say you make the trade and it's not a good one. Like who you get back isn't what you wanted. You're gonna get the cap space, and in today's NHL, the cap space is sometimes better than a good trade. And anyway, it doesn't matter because they're probably gonna sign him. I hope so. But all I'm saying is like I don't know if signing because he's playing I, I, the way he's playing. I don't know if that contract is going to get done throughout the season. He's probably going to want to wait it out now and be like, I'm killing it. I might score 50. Why would the fuck would I sign now? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like it's price just keeps going up. So it scares me that he's going to price himself out and we are going to lose a top 10 player in the league for fucking nothing. Like all I'm saying I is like, it. I get it, but it, I, but man, you, there's just no way. Like, there's no way Tree Living is going to trade William Nylander at the tree. I get it. I get you don't want to let him walk or whatever. Could you imagine the backlash from the fans? It's going to be tough. Tree Living, if he's like, well, we we didn't know if we could sign him, so 
We thought we'd trade him right as you're getting ready for the playoffs. Maybe he's at like 40 goals at that point. He's having a career year. I don't know. I get right. it. I get your understood like the hot take. I, well, I, I all I'm saying is just the haul that they could get back for him would be astronaut. He's only making six point nine. Like he's not. He could slide into someone else's cap, no oh, problem. And at the trade deadline, he could slide in anywhere. <laughs> he could slide he, in anywhere anytime he wants. He's the best contract in the NHL, probably. But right it's now. just can you can it's a little I bit enticing. I saw that fly. I, oh yeah, sir. I, like I don't want to lose him. I don't want to lose him. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm trying to bounce, keep it out of the picture. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, like imagining the haul that they could get back for him. I just think it would be astronomical. It's like oh, fran fran like franchise franchise changing potentially if they wanted sure. to go that route. When's the last time at the trade deadline you saw a guy in his prime on his first real contract get traded? When's the last time you saw that? Well, not and, and, and I mean someone not just in their prime, but in the top of the NHL and well, like okay, not maybe when they're they're up for their first big one, but that's not what this he's already like you saw Carl like our uh Ottawa did it with Carlson back in the day, Peter Forsberg. Like there's been heavyweight dudes traded for right, huge like, hauls. In today's NHL, making six point nine million. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? In yeah. the prime of your career, having a career year to get traded at the trade deadline off a team that hopefully at that time is headed for the playoffs. I hear you. I just throw, just, just thrown out a, just thrown out a hot take there. Let us know if you're watching on YouTube guys, let us know in the comments what you think about the knee lander situation, let it ride and hope he signs in the summer or give him a drop dead date where him and the agent need to make a decision. Here's the number you're staying, or we got to look at shopping. You let us know. Would love to know what your thoughts are on that. All right, chatty ready. For first time we're doing it this season, we got a little new intro queued up, but you want to throw to that and well, people, we didn't even tell the people what the list is, but let's hit the intro. Then we'll come back and tell them what we're actually doing here. All right. Well, it's Sunday night, but let's pretend it's Saturday night and we're going to do the Saturday night top five or is it Saturday night five? Saturday, Saturday night five. It's Saturday night five with Chad and I think we forgot to tell people what the what the top five is here. So if you want to fire that up. All right. Well, but since it's Hockey Hall of Fame weekend, Dale and I thought we would do our list of the top five people or players or whatever not yeah. in the Hall of Fame that should be. Yeah, I like Fame. that you said or whatever. I like that. Well, because anybody in the hockey world can get into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. I like that. You could be a GM, a coach, a ref. You could play women's hockey. Whatever it is. Are we doing five each or just five, three, one, four, two? How are we doing this? Well, let's let's start with five each. But if we have multiple, like if we pick the same person. Okay. Then we'll just cut. We'll cut it down. Okay. But so do you have, you want to do five each? Yeah, I have five. Uh, yeah, so do I. So do I. But if we have, if we have some of the same, then we're not going to, obviously my five and your five are going to overlap. Okay. So overlap yeah we, we might have a few overlaps here i got a few i got a few sneaky ones here that i think you're, you're gonna like i've got a number one that is gonna blow your socks off so just wait for that chad but let us start us off here number five uh number five i have not in the hockey hall of fame oh, i'm just pulling up my list here just give me a sec want me to go yeah you go i don't want to steal yours but i might no, go are, ahead. Are you ready? You want me to go? Number five for me is Curtis Joseph, man. 
Yeah. I can't see how Cujo is not in. If you was he the best goalie uh, in his era? No, he played with guys like Belfour and Waugh and Brodeur and Hashik. Like, but right the tier right below those guys is Curtis Joseph. He's top ten in wins of goal for goalies all time. In my personal, yeah, am I biased because I love Cujo for his Toronto days? hundred percent. But on top of that, hell of a fucking goaltender, and absolutely deserves to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, I totally agree with you right there. Uh, I had at number five, I had Alexander McGillney. No doubter. An no, absolute no doubter. How the fuck is that guy not in the Hall I don't of know. Fame? It seemed like every year he was popping in 40 goals. And he, like, was he not at one time? I know there was Pavel Burry, and, but was he not at one time one of the. Burry's of, in. Burry's in. I know, but was he not considered one of, if not the best Russian player at one time? Didn't he score? Didn't he score fucking seventy six goals in his rookie season or some shit like that? Remember when he? Oh no, that was that was Timo Solani. That was Timo Solani. Sorry, yeah, sorry. And he's in there. But no, McGillney, absolutely incredible. Like, there's no way. I wonder, did he do something to? It's a. It's very political too, right? Like, did, I wonder lot, if he did something to. Guys, piss. A lot of these guys on the list, like one of the guys I have on the list, is very, very topical. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of know why he's not in there, but yeah. career-wise, if you're just looking at career, I mean, McGillney should be in there. I, you could probably find a dozen players that are in there that McGillney's better than, if not more. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You got no, he number four. Okay, number four for me. Bit of a wild card here. Both on the ice. Well, fuck, not a bit of a wild card on the ice. This guy was an absolute maniac on the ice. I'm sticking on the goalie theme here. A little surprised he's not in. I, if I had any part of the voting, he would be in in a heartbeat. Number four for me. Oh boy, I used to wear his hockey jersey number. When I used to play net back in the day for a few seasons, and I'm talking about classic Philadelphia Flyers goaltender Ronnie Hextall. I didn't even know he wasn't in. Yeah, I think the old Hextall. I mean his his thick swinging incidents and just crazy. And I'm not talking about just hockey here, folks. Absolutely wild, Ron Hextall. What a goalie, right? Like Hall of Famer. Well, they. Think he's not as of right now. Could he still potentially get in? But for me, there's a guy that should be in the Hall of Fame. Ron Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm surprised he hasn't gone down there, jerseyed someone and up <laughs> in the face to get in the fucking hall. It might be happening soon if he if he keeps getting left off. <laughs> All right. Number four, I had um I always thought of this guy as a leaf killer. Maybe that's just because of a couple goals he scored in overtime against him. But Jeremy Roenick. Oh, yeah, Roenick. There's another flyer too. Yeah, not in uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. One of one of uh, just a uh, not a handful, but one of a few players that has scored 500 goals to not be in. That's ridiculous. Okay, a very he's a very uh, what's the word? Charisma, charismatic isn't the he is charismatic, but that's not the right word. He's very uh, you know what what am I looking for here? Like he can rub you the wrong way. (laughs) Outspoken, that type of thing. He always kind of did his own thing. He was very outspoken when he played. He was not afraid to get fined and talk about the refs and talk to the media and say shit. about. So there could be a bunch of shit there, like as to why he's not. He also brought a lot to the game. Like he made the games exciting. I love playing the Leafs in the playoffs. Like it was awesome. Him and Tucker had a little thing going on for a while. It was great. But yeah, Jeremy Roenick should be in the hockey. Okay, I've got three left here, and then an honorable mention. I know a reason why a few of these guys aren't in yet. 
Um, but there's one guy who was on the first ballot, I believe, last year who did not, I'm going more recent now, who did not get in, and it is Henrik Zetterberg. They chose to go right. with they chose to go with the two Sedin twins, Luongo and Alfredson. I don't know, man. Would I be putting Elfie in over Zetterberg? I don't think so. I I don't know. It's whatever. He's going to get in. So now I'm kind of at with, with some guys that I believe will get in. They're just not in yet. So my list kind of weakens a little bit here. But uh, yeah, it, number three for me, Zetterberg. He's not, he didn't get in first ballot, but he will get in in the, in the coming years for sure. Zetterberg. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a great one. I, I actually had Zetterberg on my list. So there are we, one's off my list. One is off my list. Um, I'll just, I'll do my number three. Zetterberg was my number two, so I'll do my number three. My number three, this guy is a lightning rod of controversy, and some people are going to just hate the fact that you say his name. Some people absolutely love him, but Theo Fleury. Oh, Theo Fleury. Yeah. Not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's kind of... He's Hall gone. of Fame, like numbers though, is he a Hall of Famer, you think? Well, he uh, he's 58th all-time in scoring. But it's it's more the career he had, like his size and the time he played. Like he played in a league where they'd take your head off. You know, like a guy like Mitch Marner could not have played in in the era that Theo Fleury no. played in. And he survived no. it. Not only did he survive, he thrived. Was he on the was he on the 89 cup team? I yeah, think he was. Yeah, he was on the 89 I think he was like I think he was like a he rookie. Was on the 2000 Canada gold medal team. Okay, so some pretty good accomplishments there. Yeah, he had a lot of points, but just the fact that um he was so underrated, like nobody gave him a chance and he made it. Now, yep. since he's gotten older, he's he's gone a little cuckoo, but whatever. Yep. Yeah. Happens. Well, he had a major like addiction problem and like he almost fucking killed himself, really, to be <laughs> honest. So he uh but he's bounced he's bounced back, like he's got his life straightened out and like he's doing he's doing a lot better. So yeah, he watched I watched his documentary that he had and it was it was insane. Like he was talking about he was making three hundred and fifty thousand biweekly on his paychecks, and he would just he would get hookers and cocaine yep. and just lock himself in a hotel and blow. Yep. He, like we just blow 150,000 in one weekend. Wild stuff. That's <laughs> crazy. But yeah, controversial just going, pick. Just going by his play on the ice, the time that he played, his size, how underrated it was. I think Theo deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So the, I got two guys. What am I at here? Number two? Yeah, number two. Uh, this I'm going back to another a former Detroit play. I got an honorable mention too, but a former Detroit player. The only reason this guy's not in the hall, it's hard to believe when I looked it up and I could I couldn't believe these two guys were not in the Hall of Fame. But it's Pavel Datsuk. But the only reason Datsuk isn't in the Hall of Fame yet is because he's chosen he has chosen still to play. He's still playing in Europe. You are not eligible to be on the ballot as long as you're still playing professional hockey somewhere. So again, here's a guy that. Without a doubt, when he does finally hang him up, first ballot Hall of Famer, Pavel Datsuk, but not in yet. But the only reason is because he's still playing. Uh, there's another guy who's still playing who is going to be on a – I don't know if you want to go there next. because well, he, had... he was my number one. Okay, okay. So save it then. Save it. What, I'll what save got? it. For, I'll, I'll say – well, my number two is Zetterberg. Okay, so we're we were thinking the same thing there. We're kind of, I mean, there were other guys I had on the list just just as a joke. Okay. I mean, they had good careers, but I thought it'd be funny. Like if you're doing a top five, I thought it'd be funny to say Randy Carlisle should Randy be Carlisle. Rod, Rod Brindamore, not in the Hall of Fame, should be. 
So you only have one. Oh my God, Rod Brindamore. I can't. Yeah. Wow. How did he get? Oh, I miss, I missed the boat on that one. If I would have known, I thought he was, if, okay, I would have had him, I would have taken someone off and put, and put him on my list. But that's crazy to think that he's not, that's crazy, man. Yeah. He played like 20 seasons in the NHL and all effective seasons. And what about, what about, what about, do you think Roberts has any chance? Gary Roberts? Or do you, you just don't think he's like played over a thousand games, won a cup? I don't know if he was like up for a bunch of individual awards, but just a hell of a hockey player. Do you think Roberts has any chance? I don't know. I think there's like a window, right? Guy played with a broken freaking neck. I know, <laughs> but I, Roberts. I think there's like a window that if you don't, if you, there's so many players that retire, retire, retire that get put into the nominations for the, the more the more it doesn't happen it's, uh, more, it's likely exactly, it's not gonna it's happen. less likely the longer it goes the less likely it is because there's all these other guys and they only put in so many every year right like what is it you have to be retired four years right to be nominated i'm not sure no i, I don't think, think so lundquist yeah. lundquist wasn't lundquist wasn't i he think I think, it, yeah. the game I think you years. have to be retired for hockey for like three seasons at least oh i don't think lundquist think. oh maybe maybe you're right maybe you're right anyway um he's probably first ballot maybe i don't know well he was yeah he was first ballot this year you're right you're right so anyway okay do you want to go to your number one anyway because i've got a number one cooking that is gonna blow the wheels off this whole thing well my number one he's your honorable mention he was going to be my honorable but and the only and the only i know exactly you're gonna say and the, and the, the only reason why he's not in yet too is because he's still playing in europe yeah, this guy, this guy, the day he hangs up the blades, he's going into the Hall of Fame, but he's not in there yet, is Yarmer Yager. What a fucking legend, Yarmer Yager, man. Second points all time. Second in points all time, Chad. Yeah. Next to Wayne Gretzky. And if he's you just 50, do a quick... He's 51. You know, old, still playing hockey. 51 with a 28-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> That's not a lie. That is not all you got to do is a quick little Google search of the Yager. And he is, man, this guy has seen some talk about Zetterberg. This he's right. Yager's right there, man. It's crazy. Well, hey, man, you, he, he's, he's got a girlfriend half his age, half his age. If you gave Lungfist a spread eagle based on not just his play, but oh also my God. his play off the ice. Oh, God. I mean, how would you rate Yarmer Yager with his play? And his play off the ice. He he's not even great one. He's oh, he's not even a goalie, but it's full spread eagle and a sweaty hog. <laughs> his hog is you drenched. Do you remember when the girl tried to tried to blackmail him? Yeah, he's like, like do it. Yeah, <laughs> do it. She, she took a picture. He's like everyone. Picture. He's like everyone knows I fuck young chicks anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, she took a picture of him sleeping. After after he banged her, and then yeah. she's like, "I'm going to post this to social media if you don't give me money." And he's like, okay, "Go ahead, and post it. I don't care." <laughs> Legend, man. Fucking do it. But honestly, Chad, the pictures of on the internet of this guy with just supermodel after supermodel after supermodel, like swimsuit models, like it's fucking crazy, man. Like yeah. he he is just oh, he has had a good life. You're <laughs> he really has had the time of his life. So. I love that you chose him as number one. He was going to be my honorable mention. And only because like, I'm like, oh, fuck, half my list. I'm putting guys in that are just like the only reason they're not in is because we're still playing in Europe. But anyway, yeah, Yager. Just, like, we know he's still playing and, and whatever. But I mean, he is he's the ultimate Hall of Fame player. 100%. All right. So here it is, man. Bit of a controversial number one pick for me. But 
I think once I give you the inf all the information needed here, I think you're going to be on board for this. Now, my number one pick has never played a hockey game in his entire life. I'm not even sure if he can skate, but he deserves to be in the NHL Hall of Fame. Absolutely legend. He should probably be in every Hall of Fame, and I'm going to tell you why. My number one pick, folks, is Wade Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, Chad. Can if you beat multiple sport Hall of Fames? If anybody can drink 69 beers or whatever the fuck it was, 67, it was, 60, whatever, 69 beers on I a think cross, it was 69. On a cross-country flight from Boston to L.A. I think there was a little stopover somewhere. He said he drank a few before he got, he drank like 12 before he got on the plane, kept drinking on the plane, was drinking like after he got off the plane. So look, if anybody can pound down the pints like that, I'm sorry. He deserves to be in the NHL Hall of Fame. So once again, Chad, before you give me your reaction on that, my number one pick, who is not in the NHL okay, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame, never played a game, not sure if he can skate. Incredible mustache. That gives him a lot of cred, too. And just an absolute fish of a drinker. The number one pick again, folks, is Wade Box. Chad, thoughts? <laughs> What do you want me to say? <laughs> am I off base there? Or do you think there's a, am I, am I making a case? You're a little off. I mean, <laughs> I get, I get what you're saying, but you know, the, uh, the professional baseball player, borderline alcoholic <laughs> with the great mustache, you want to put him in the hockey hall of fame. Anybody. I, I just did that for old times. Like anybody, who, anybody who's a way backer who used to listen to us way back in the day when we used to do the top five list. I think our <laughs> first, our first top five ever was top five mustaches. Uh, yeah. And you, and at number one, we had Wade Boggs. Pulled it out of nowhere. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. It was like I was off the chair laughing my ass off but that's, uh, awesome. I, that's awesome. I just i just thought I'd, it's been a long time and anybody who knew the show back in the day would get that reference what i just did there and i thought you might get a kick out of it well, maybe well. do maybe. i really do i really think wade bog should be in the hockey hall of fame maybe yes. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll like you know part own the bruins or something <laughs> like that and he'll get in and yeah. everyone will be like shit dale knew all along yeah, well, there you go. Just starting it right here. Anyway, <laughs> folks, that was our uh, Saturday Night Five. I hope you enjoyed it. Anything else, Dale? Edmonton Oilers finally decide to pull the plug on little Woody there. Woodcroft <laughs> gets the after axe. They, after they win. Well, they made the decision. Ken Holland said they made the decision after the, uh, the San Jose game, which they lost. I know. Right? Why not do it then? I stayed up to watch that game just because on Thursday night because I'm just like I have to see what happens here. I called it. I called and it. And they did San lose, Jose, man. I said San, crazy. San Jose is going to lose first, but or then score they, first, and Edmonton's going to score. Edmonton was all over them. Oh sure, but they couldn't oh. score. Could the goalie played the goalie played great for San Jose, and uh, that wasn't was average. That, yeah, that that wasn't. Yeah, again, that's all the average. Like that wasn't San Jose's first win. They had gotten they had beaten the Flyers a day or two prior to that. Um, anyway. Oilers, it's still their head coach. I mean, it still didn't look good. No, um, but yeah, but yeah, they went into Seattle and won, and then. The, but the, apparently, Holland said they had already made the decision after the San Jose game. Well, why the fuck didn't you just do it then? Then, like, why? Like, why are you waiting? Ken Holland, Mike Babcock. What do you think? 
not a are you kidding me man you are you kidding me not yeah okay no babs just... babs is done babs is done babs yeah. is done i was can hey just a little secret i was considering my number one being babcock i was oh. thinking about it but i knew i just couldn't do it i i couldn't do yeah, it Yeah, the bogs thing is the bogs thing is good because it's if you pick babcock that's you know yeah no i just couldn't do it because yeah. i love i love wade boggs and i hate mike babcock so no i'm like no it's got to be boggs it's got to be boggs and dale's not making that up that is a true story that he drank 69 beers on Apparently. one trip one he's, like three he, four hour trip dude, he's on the record saying that's not even the most drinks he's had in a day <laughs> Like he literally like TMZ or whatever was asking him like, "What's the most you've ever drank in the day?" He's like, and the guy is like over hundred. <laughs> I believe him. I believe like crazy. I, yeah, it's crazy, man. Anyway, yeah, that's it, man. That's it for tonight. Jesus Christ. Anyway, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget, once again, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, on Twitter, Tip and Podcast, TikTok, Tip and Podcast. We're going to start posting there more. Yes. And also, um, we will not be back until Friday. And the game times, if you're not aware, they're going to Sweden this week. They're flying out to Sweden. And they play 2 o'clock on Friday. So we're probably going to do a podcast uh, after that game. Yeah. And then 8 a.m. Sunday. Yep. So maybe you want to get up and watch the game with us on Sunday morning. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see we'll, we'll see. We'll make a decision on that later in the week. See how things go. But either way, uh, the podcast will probably be coming out at different times. It won't be after games or it'll be like 5 o'clock in the evening or noon on a Sunday. Yeah. Just yep. get ready for it. Anyway, until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. Off to Sweden for a little afternoon delight on Friday against the Detroit Red Wings. Can't wait for that. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Go, Leafs, go. This should be very interesting. A little European vacation. Can't wait. Catch you guys later. Catch you later.